Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Deadly Archives. I'm Drew. And I'm Anna, and today Drew is going to be hosting this episode. Uh, yeah, this one's going to be all about skinwalkers. Mm-hmm. And another little thing, uh, I hope you guys look forward to this week's uh, spe- er, spe- special bonus. episode. It's bo- like a bonus, bonus episode. episode. Uh, we're going to have a guest host, which I hope Ooh, you guys are going to look so forward excited. to. I'm so excited. So yeah, look forward to that at some point this week. Okay, let's get started. The origination of uh, skinwalkers is actually from the Navajo culture. Uh, they're a ty- type of harmful witch who can turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as animals. I didn't know that. I thought it was like. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that like the witch was this. I don't really know anything about skinwalkers, and I'm. I think that they're they're not real. So we'll I s- personally <laughs> believe in them. So we'll see what happens. I'll be the little. I'll be the little evil guy on her shoulder. Yeah, but you're also the one that got scared like a couple okay. days ago when I started talking Listen, about them. Because just because I don't believe in something doesn't mean that I don't want to cover my bases. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure that in case it's out there. All right. Uh, a little bit of background on them. They're called Yi Nadlushi. I don't know if I said that right. Uh. They, that translates to, by means of it goes on all fours, which is, I mean, that's kind of weird. Like a wolf? Uh, any four-legged creature. <laughs> Yi Nadlushi is one of the several varieties of skinwalkers in Navajo culture. Uh, There's Nav- more than one? Yeah. Did you not know that? No. Alright, you don't know anything about them. Uh, yeah, most cultures, I would say, have a variety of them. Like, huh. like some have, uh, what is the thing? Like, uh, where you don't whistle at night. Like oh, that, yeah. Like, it attracts them. Like, each culture has a different, like, version of it. Huh. It's like a story. Like, it just keeps okay. changing throughout time. Okay. Um, Navajo witches include, including skinwalkers, represent the anti- antithesis of Navajo cultural values. Uh, community healers and cultural workers are known as medicine men and women or by other positive nurturing terms in the local indigenous uh, language witches are seen as evil performing twisted ceremonies and manipulating magic and the perversion of the medicine of the good work people traditionally perform so some some cultures think that they're like good guys and some people think they're bad guys uh not necessarily are Oh, I, yeah, I guess, but most see them as, like, evil. Evil, okay. Like, like it doesn't matter if you're good or not. Like, they will, they see you as Linda evil. Linda the Good Witch. Like, the witch from Brave, like, the Disney movie, you know, Merida? Yeah. The one that turns her whole family into bears. <laughs> no, she's not good. <laughs> uh, oh, also, to practice med- or traditional medicine, healers learn both good and evil magic. Most can handle the responsibility, but some people can become can become corrupted and choose to become witches. Oh, which I don't know why you would do that. Like good over evil, I choose good. But Maybe they're feeling funky that day. Just a bit funky. Just, just a having bit. a bad mood that day. <laughs> they're having a little bad day. <laughs> they didn't like the weather. Maybe it got a little too cold for them. Peppa, and got the. <laughs> 
also the legend of the skinwalkers is not well understood due to, the re- due to the reluctance to discuss the object with outsiders and people they do not trust. This is like the Navajo people. They're, they you, they don't want to share their beliefs, okay. I guess I would say. That makes sense. With other yeah. people. Mo- like most of the time people fear what is unknown. And I can't, like, I guess what that's what they're trying to do here. Are they like don't... trying to shield them from it? Or, like, I would say so. Okay. Okay. So, their legend uh, is animals associated with witchcraft are usually tricksters, such as coyotes, but it could also include other creatures usually associated with death or bad omens. Uh, I believe that they're usually depicted by deer. Which I've seen most stories or like pe- and pe- other people's encounters, they see them as deer and coyotes, but it's mainly deer. Huh. They also might possess living animals or people and walk around in their bodies. What? Yes. People? Yes, real people. Real, real living people. people. Real, real living people. Yeah, so they take form of their bodies, like they, they like possess them. And will use the, their bodies to, like, lure in people. Like, they will, uh, like, they will call out to you. They will say your name. What? They will, like, like, act like they're in distress. Like, a lot of times they'll say, like, help, I need help. Like, they're trying to lure other people in so they can kill them. That's so scary. I know. So, listen, I'm picturing this. You are outside of my door. It's not you. And you're like yelling for help and it sounds like you and it looks like you, yeah. but it's not you. Yeah. They also, <laughs> so a lot of times they will take possession of uh, indoor animals like dogs, cats, mainly dogs. I mean, it's most family. Like, for like a creature. Yeah, it's like a family pet. So yeah. they can easily get into the house and uh... kill you. And a lot of times they will sound, they will mimic your voice and call out to you. That's so scary. I know. Which is why, like, when I, when I let Walker out, my dog, I will watch him. I don't want anything <laughs> to take over his body. Yeah. He's just a cute little He's puppy. He's so little. I don't want him to, like, die being obsessed. <laughs> I don't want it to get possessed either because I don't want you to get possessed. I don't think I'm That's so get scary. I know. I didn't. Uh, I hadn't. I that's know that why I scary, like let him out at night. I hadn't like pictured that vibe before. Like someone like no being they, in distress. No people all the time. They'll like their encounters are usually when when they're around their home or inside their house, because they're house pets. I hate that so much. I hate that so much. So uh, we're actually gonna tell you, or I'm gonna tell you a couple stories. These are from people online. I don't know if they're 100% true, but I would like to believe they are. I will also believe they are. But that's just me. So the first one we're going to start off with is by Punch Drunk AA. These are all on like Reddit and those kind of like... Yeah. So let's start. So this happened about 12 years ago. My family owns a farm in the heart of a Indian reservation. Oh. That's not a good sign. That is never a good sign. <laughs> One winter, I was home for Christmas taking care of the farm while my parents were away Christmas shopping. As I was home by myself way late in the night and I hear all 
our cows freaking out. I know it had to be the wild dogs that are rampant in the area. So I throw on some boots, grab a shotgun, load it up, and head out to the field. This was a perfect scenario for a horror movie. It was cloudy, but there was fu- there was a full moon, and it was breaking through the clouds just right to light up, just right to light up all the snow. I run out into the middle of the field, and just in time, I see two dogs. They were standing up, facing each other, and fighting. I think perfect two for one. So I pump up a shell into the chamber of Mister Twelve Gauge, and then it happened. The two dogs heard the rack. They both stopped, looked over me, and ran away on their back legs. I literally just got chills, <laughs> bro, on the back. I can't, like, um, <laughs> that's so funny There's to imagine, more. bro. They're, like, running. Sorry. <laughs> Keep going. Immediately, I froze, and every ghost story about skinwalkers and all the other native legends I grew up with flew through my mind. Keep in mind, I am a white guy and go up, and up until then, these were all just boogeyman stories the native kids like to tell to scare us. That night, they became real to me. I forgot it was on the the reservoir thing. The that makes reservoir it, or the reservation. The reservation, not the reservoir. That's so scary. And like to know that that's entirely possible because of the land you're on. Yeah. <sighs> All right. The next one is by Jimmy two two three. Um. So. Or I'm just gonna get. I'm gonna go ahead and. Do you this. just go. All right. Here's all right. Or he literally starts it out. All right, here's mine. First of all, I don't know if what I saw really was a skinwalker because I'm pretty new to this paranormal stuff, but whatever, here's what happened. I'm not very good at writing stories, but so sorry in advance. Me and a couple friends, we'll call them Danny and Brenda, not their real names, by the way, decided to go for a day hike through the woods. So we grab a few guns and some ammo and drive out to where we're going to go. We park the truck and walk a couple miles into the woods. We start to smell some, some rancid odor like a pig riding in a butcher shop. We don't think much of it and continue shooting stuff. A few minutes later, a coyote comes out of the tree line about 300-ish yards away. Danny and I went to shoot it, but Brenda notices it acting kind of weird. My SA-58 had a scope on it, so I look, so look at it through the scope, and sure enough, a thing looked all mangy and half I cannot say that. Um, <laughs> uh, it was the twitch. It was twitching and walking around like it had just been born. Then, then the thing stands up on two legs and starts walking around. Wait, what animal was this? Sorry, it was a coyote. Ooh. I know a coyote. Uh, then the uh, thing stands up on two legs and starts walking around. Danny and Brenna saw, saw it too. It freaked me out, so I shot it. Then it lets out an ear-piercing, electric-sounding scream, so I shot at it again. Then it just runs on two legs. I really hate Back into the woods. <laughs> Needless to say, we hightailed it out of there and never went back. Okay. See, these stories are... They, they could be real, they could be fake. But the picture that it's creating in my head of this know. is dude terrifying. So after all these, I'm gonna tell my story and what I believe was it was a skinwalker. Okay. And it's literally it's kind it's kind of similar to these. I had no clue you were gonna tell your story. I didn't even think you had a story. Oh no, my God. of course I had a story. I bet no, I know you did, but I didn't like know that like. There's a story. I'm scared. I don't like this. I take back anything I said before this episode. <laughs> I take it back. All right, next one is by Rose Tyler Kills Daleks. Don't hmm. know what that is. That's a good name. Um, 
One whistling outside of my house, my bedroom. My friend caught one on video on her phone while she was sitting in her car waiting for her mom. They lived on the edge of town. Our church bishop told us not to mess with them because they were evil spirits. Okay. That wasn't a big one, but... Short but scary? Yeah. Okay. Don't church bishop. Hmm? Okay. The next one is by Sean Reverend... Uh, this is October 15th, 2020. Oh. So this is like two years ago, so... It's not that It doesn't far feel away. like two years ago. No. Yen Yi Natlushi is watching me. My grandmother on my mother's side has always been very superstitious, for lack of a better word. She's not religious, but she does believe in a lot of paranormal stuff. Same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I her mother was full blooded Navajo, and her father was oh. Irish. <laughs> Irish? <Yeah. laughs> Ooh. Uh, either way, she'd never been anywhere east of Montana, and she grew up in Nevada. One year, when I was in grade school, we went to visit her. Most of the visit was pretty uneventful. Typical boring old people stuff, except she always kept her curtains drawn shut and would always peek out the window when someone and when someone asked what she was doing, she would simply reply, Ye Natalie, she is watching me. Dude, that's creepy. Okay. So full body chills. That's awful. Dude, same. Imagine being like scared every day. Dude, and living in that's that. Wh- that's why I always close my night or my blinds at night. I literally hate having them open. Yeah, I always feel like like there's gonna be something just watching me. We should not be filming this at <laughs> night, bro. <laughs> Guys, we're about to go to bed after this episode, and I'm kind of scared. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Okay. All right. This went on for nearly the entire visit until a few days before we were due to leave. My grandma and my then baby brother were in front of the yard that evening, planting planting flowers. When all of a sudden, my grandma starts shouting, uh, "Little brother's name! <laughs> Here, get away from that creature! It's not safe." Of course, being in Nevada, we all assumed that my brother had found a scorpion, a rattle, or a rattlesnake. So we all run inside to see my grandmother clutching my little brother and shaking in terror against the side of the house. Standing out in the yard was a large, black, Great Dane-sized dog. It was staring at my grandmother with an intensity I'd never seen before. It looked up at us, gave it a little huff, and bounded off. I don't remember if it moved unusually fast or not, but do remember it had really deep yellow eyes. Okay, that's terrifying. (laughs) When my mother asked me, uh, asked my grandmother what had happened, she kept repeating the yun, yun, ye, ye, nan, delushi has found me. She moved a couple weeks after that. Okay. Let's break that down. The ye, the ye, that thing. That's the Navajo Oh, there's another thing? part to this. Oh, no. I forgot. There's another part to this. On the res alone at night, my uncle my uncle and cousin saw a large deer on the side of the road. When they got closer, it hopped over the fence like a bipedal man. <laughs> One time, driving back from Gallup, Gallup, Gallup? I don't know, uh, my dad saw an old Navajo woman walking on the side of the road, and when he s- slowed to offer her a ride, she took off into the plains qu- quickly with inhuman speed. Once when I was at a, when once when I was a kid, my family was at my aunt's house, which is a, is in a rural secluded area, when we were toyed with by a few entities. They would make animal noises, and when we looked to the direction from which the noises were coming, they would turn a flashlight and on and off. The noises would come from all directions, 
all all directions in increasingly shorter succession. Usually, when there when I'm there on the reservation visiting alone late at night, I will feel the presence of evil and dread. Panic and paranormal will, wa- will wash over me, and as sudden as it sudden as it comes, it will leave. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that's. Okay, the peep, the girl one, the Navajo, that girl, the like ran with the inhuman speed. That scares me more than the animals, like the yeah, fact that like human. it can take people. Yeah, that scares me, cause I'm so gullible. Because <laughs> I'm so gullible to people. Oh no! All right, this next one. There's not a name to this, so I don't know who wrote this. Okay. It moved like a toy rocking horse. My uncle, my uncle is a Mexican and Native American. This happened in the not Mojave Desert. I don't know. I have no idea if I pronounced that right. Places are really hard. It is. It's, yeah, always the weirdest places. The Mojave have Desert in Southern California. He was driving around with his girlfriend late at night, and they saw something that looked like a huge black dog on the side of the road. He slowed down, and the dog began crossing the road. Instead of walking like a normal dog would, this thing moved like a toy rocking horse. He said it stopped in the middle of the road and stared right at, right at them, and its eyes had a red glow. My uncle is the most awesome person <laughs> I know, and it scared the crap out of him. That would scare the crap out of me. That's... Dude... I know. Like I don't know what I would do if I were in any of those situations. Yeah, and like we we live out in the country. Yeah. So like all you hear are like coyotes and like it's absolutely dark, like pitch black. Yeah. The only thing I would be worried about is I have like a lot of woods by my house, but even that like we're near like a like a busy like highway, so I'm not worried. But no, we're surrounded by cornfields. Yeah, fields pretty I'd much. be worried at your house. We have cows right across from us too. Yeah, no, like guys, she literally like there's nothing. She like lives the definition of country. <laughs> okay, so now on to my story. <laughs> I don't. You have a lot of spooky stories at your house. Not really. Like, there's been a couple I could, like, maybe debunk, but, like, it's still, like, it was just kind of, like, weird, you know? Yeah. I might tell you a few after this one. Yeah. So, this is my, I would like to believe Skinwalker. uh, I would not like to believe. I don't I think you should rephrase that. it was pretty weird. (laughs) So, this is, I'd say, like, 11, 12 o'clock at night. Uh, My brother, he's driving me back home, and we're passing this cornfield. So, I look over, and I see these two eyes in the cornfield from, like, his headlights flashing into the cornfield. And I look at this, like, thing. I can see, like, an outline of a body, kind of. And next thing I know, this thing stands up. And it's tall. Like, it's taller than me. I'm 5'6", almost 5'7". And it's, it's taller than me. And I know, like, this can't be, like, any animal out here, like, where where I live. Like, it yeah. could be a deer, but, like, a deer is not that tall. And we don't have, like, I haven't seen any around us, at least. Yeah. And it's not a coyote. They're kind of small, size of a normal dog, but it's yeah. not going to stand. Like that. Like, that tall. Yeah. So, like, as soon as it stands up, it runs. Like, it is, like, it's fast. 
Like, it just darts. So, like, the next thing I know, like, I'm just like, what, like, what just happened? Yeah. What did I see? Like, am I seeing things? Like, I, I didn't know what to believe. Like, I didn't know what I was seeing. Yeah. So, like, uh, we'll call him uh, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, my brother Dave, <laughs> uh, like, I say, like, w- like, did did you just see that? Like, did you see what I see? Yeah. And he also believes in them. And he's saying, like, are like, are you sure you're going to be okay by yourself? Like, that's pretty close to her, to the house. Like, or do you want me to stay with you or something? And, like, the entire time, I'm just freaked out. I say, no, no, I'm good, I'm good. I have the dogs. Uh, I have the cats. I'll be fine. I'll lock all the doors. So I get home. I lock all the doors, close all the cur- like, all the blinds. But our living room doesn't have blinds. Your living room is so scary. I do. Guys, it is. it's like in the middle. Like it used to be like a little like yeah sunroom. Yeah. yeah, it's so scary. And mm. like there's four windows in the living room too. So like and they're all like pretty they're facing like, the decently woods. Yeah. sized windows. And they're they are also facing back like to the end of our property. And behind that is a tree line and then more cornfield. So I get home. And I go to the living room, I sit there, and the dogs start whining at me to let them out. I let them out, and I hear noises. It does not sound like anything. It, like, it doesn't sound like a bird, a coyote, like, a deer. Like, it just, it's a weird, like, noise. Like, like you would not hear outside. It was, it was just very strange. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't know what to do. So I hurry up and get the dogs inside, and the entire time... Like, I'm sitting in front of a window. So, <laughs> like, all I feel like like something is watching me through the window. But I'm too scared to turn around. So I just kind of, like, slouch down to the couch and just, like, try to That would be so it. scary. Because, like, your couch, it's, like, windows in front of you or behind you. Or yeah, beside you. Like, like it's you're not... surrounded by windows. Yeah. And they're all, like, they're all open surrounded windows. Surrounded by, like, entities Which, I don't know why you. we don't have blinds in the windows yet. Well, that's, like, that's the first thing we should have done. Yeah. But, Yeah. So that was my skinwalker encounter. Oh my god. That's Dude, it was so terrifying. Scary. And my mom, I don't think she got back until like one or two maybe. I don't know. I'm really bad at time. <laughs> <laughs> That's so scary. I, don't, I like don't know what to say. I don't think I've ever experienced anything like that, thankfully. No. It, it, I was terrified. And like the dogs weren't helping either because they kept looking behind me. Yeah. And then I don't, I don't have a dog or anything, but I feel like that would make it so much worse. Like, being afraid of this stuff and hearing all those noises and then, like, yeah, like, and then, like looking the dogs, to your dogs for protection. They, like, so the back door is by the living room. Yeah. So, like, they bark at, like, if they see something outside, it's most, most of the time it's a person. And if they see someone outside, they will go to the door and bark. Mm-hmm. So, and they kept doing that several times in a row as soon as I got home. Like, I don't know what they broke out. I couldn't see anything. But yeah. I'm sure they could. And that's so scary. Like, I hate that animals can, like, see things that we can't. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they're, like, left defenseless. They don't even have thumbs. What are they going to do? <laughs> Nothing. So, you want to talk scary. about my paranormal experiences? <laughs> if you want to. You probably can tell one story and then we can do a whole nother one. 
Because I have some of those, too. Well, I'll tell my brother's story. Okay. So, my brother, I'd say he's about, like, two. Yes, Dave, in this case. Yeah, Dave. Dave. Is about two. <laughs> and my bro- it's my dad, my mom, and my brother. My dad's the one driving. My mom's in the passenger seat. My brother's obviously in the back. And this is my, I think, cousin? I don't know how she's related to me. She's related <laughs> somehow. Um, it was her funeral. Oh, and no. And so they're leaving the funeral. Like, they're they're in the graveyard. And they didn't know this at the time, but they were passing the children's part, part of the playground. Or not playground. Graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> graveyard. And my brother, he just, like, starts laughing and giggling and, like, waving outside in the window. And there's <laughs> no one there. Like, I everybody like left chills. at that point. And, uh, like... I think there's another person, but he's on the other side of the truck to where my, yeah. well, my the opposite of my, where my brother's looking. And, like, all you see is just him laughing and giggling and waving outside the window. And, like, That's later on, my dad asked, like, like, my, like, he told people this and they, uh, someone said, you know, that's the children part of the, uh, play, or graveyard, right? Stops the playground. That's... <laughs> I don't mean to. I know. Well, it's like, like a playground. He's treating it like a playground. But yeah, that's my brother's. And he's he, like just waving all the kids. Yeah, he doesn't remember at all, but he's also two, so he yeah. wouldn't remember. So, yeah. I have quite a few, but yeah. that's all I'm going to be able to tell this time. Yeah. I guess <laughs> until next time. Yeah. <laughs> That was scary. I like the paranormal episodes. I don't like that that just made me so scared. Like, much more than I needed to yeah, be. Yeah, and we're about to go to bed, too. Yeah. So And I have a window right by my door. Or right by my bed. <laughs> door. Right by my door. That's... Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Skinwalkers. Okay, what's the lesson? The lesson? Uh, don't whistle at night. That's not a big thing. Don't whistle at night. They'll don't call trust to you. anyone or anything ever. <laughs> and no, if, and if, if you hear like calling like of distressed of a distressed animal or human, I wouldn't trust it at first, but I would make sure the person is all right and that they're an actual person not possessed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And the main takeaway: if your grandma says don't trust something, don't trust it. Yeah. Leave. Let her do her thing, and don't make her move away because that's mean. She didn't make her move away. She got found through. Yeah, that's enough reason kids. to make me move away. Exactly. Don't be mean to your grandparents. <laughs> um, and that's all for Deadly Archives. Again, stay tuned for that bonus episode. Yeah. And check us out on our social media. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Twitter, Deadly Archives, and you can find everything on there. So, yeah. All right. Bye. That's all. Bye.